0: But uh, Brother Cornelius Williams has been a friend to me, and uh, this is his first time here, but I promise you he's been a friend to our church uh, spiritually, and so is his wife. He was raised in home missions, so he, he's enjoying himself right now. Amen. I mean, he's, this is throwback Sunday for him, and uh, um, I, I've, I feel very good about this service. I know that God is going to use him to speak to you this morning, and so we want to welcome Brother Williams, amen, this morning to preach to us, yes, amen, let's give that hand clap to Jesus this morning. Amen, amen, amen. I um, definitely, I can't stop smiling, thinking about what I feel in the house. Uh, My wife and I, we both grew up as home missions kids, and um, I received the Holy Ghost at seven years old, believe it or not, in our living room, and I was praying at the fireplace, and the Holy Ghost begin to move upon me. And since that day, I have a special place in my heart for any man, for any woman that feels the burden to carve out a work for God in a city and to reach lost people. And I know that this work in East Bay, in Alameda, California, is something that God smiles upon. And I'm grateful to be here this morning and to be a part of what God is doing in this church Amen. Give your pastor and his family and his wife a hand clap. Amen. Amen. We are, we are grateful for their friendship. I appreciate Brother Prado and his family for allowing us to be here. Amen. We, we have They've befriended us, <laughs> and we've befri- befriended them, and we're glad to have them in our lives as, as mentors, as friends. And we pray for this church. We believe in what God is doing. We love this church. And we love each and every one of you. But more than that, God loves you the more. Amen. And we believe God's going to do something great. Amen. If we could stand to our feet across the house. Amen. Don't want to inhibit the presence of God from moving this morning. Want to turn our Bibles to the book of Psalm 139 and 1. And while you're turning there, I do give honor to my pastor for allowing us to be here a great man of revival, a great church in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And uh, we apologize for bringing the misty waters of the swamps t- to California. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Definitely a different geogra- uh, topography and geographical region. Amen. But I, the Holy Ghost is still the same wherever you go. Amen. 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 Psalm 139. And one, 139 and one. Amen. The Bible says, O oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou at my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. I believe that God has a word for each and every one of us every time we come to the house of God. Anybody believes that? But I want you this morning to really, really give ear to what God is speaking to you. And if you allow God to minister, I feel a spirit of ministry in the house. If you allow God to minister to you this morning, there's going to be a word that touches your heart that you can feed on for weeks and weeks and weeks to come because there are times that we we go through life and we need a word somebody say a word amen and i feel that word this morning if you want god to speak to you i want you if you lift up your hands amen with a sincere heart if you if there's something you're going through right now i want you to put it in your heart and say god can you touch this situation god can you speak God, into the atmosphere, God, a word that would lift up my heart, God, lift up my mind. God, we pray right now the spirit of ministry, Jesus. God, that you would bless this house, that you would bless this work, Jesus. God, that you would give a word, God, into this people, your precious people, Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. God, we minister, God, from our hearts. God, we pray that you would help me, Lord, God, to believe, God, a word of encouragement, God, would move in this house. In the mighty, precious name of Jesus, God, uh, God, direct us, God, comfort us, Jesus. Uh, God, speak, Lord, your word, speak your word, Jesus. Uh, In the mighty, precious name of Jesus, amen. If you feel the Holy Ghost, if you love the Lord, clap your hands this morning. Amen. If you love the Lord this morning, clap your hands one more time into the Lord. Amen. Turn to your neighbor. Say, God has a word for me and God has a word for you. Amen. God bless you this morning. You may be seated in the fear of the Lord. I'm so glad that my beautiful wife is with me and we're so glad to minister in this house this morning. Amen. I want to do my best to minister to everybody in this house. Somebody say everybody. In order to adequately do that, I believe that it's proper to start from the lowest level of understanding, and that level would happen to be the alphabet. Somebody say the alphabet. And so if you don't know your alphabet this morning, then this message will not be applicable to you. Amen. Amen. But within the English alphabet, there are 26 letters within the 26 letters the 24th letter is a very unique letter it is the letter x and i want to preach this morning entitled this message x marks the spot x marks the spot it is very interesting to note that that letter is a letter that we very we have a very hard time latching on and finding understanding for You find that even when trying to use the letter X in words, if I was to ask you to give me five words that begin with the letter X, you probably would start with X-ray, and then you may say xylophone, and then after that, you're in trouble. Because it is not a a letter that we commonly use and associate with words. You find this the same to be applicable in mathematics. Any math nerds in the house... uh, If you like mathematics, you understand that the letter X, when used in equations like Y equals MX plus B, you'll know that X is used as a variable that represents something that is unknown. Somebody shout unknown. And I want to preach and use that letter this morning to help us understand our walk with God because there are times that we are faced with life situations, and there's times that we walk around in the world as people of God and try our best to walk as God has called us to walk. But there are times that we don't understand everything that is going on in our world. There are times that we don't understand what season we're in. We don't understand what we're going through. God, why do you have me here God, what am I dealing with? God, why am I going through what I'm going through? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, And it is in those times that we are dealing with the unknown uh, that the adversary sometimes puts puts, uh, a spirit of weights and depression and and sadness upon us uh, because we don't understand everything there is to know. Uh, But I want to tell you this morning in the Holy Ghost uh, that in the time that you don't understand what's going on, uh, know that God is acquainted uh, with all your ways, Uh, that God knows you're down sitting and you're uprising. He knows you're coming in and you're going out. He knows everything that there is to know about you. Amen. Somebody clap your hands and be thankful to that. I want to tell you that God knows everything there is to know about you. When you don't know what's going on, God knows when you don 't understand the intricate details of, of every situation and the and the things that press against your world, God knows the end from the beginning. He knew your situation before you even stepped one toe in it. He knew what you were going to be going through, he knew what you 're going to be dealing with, and X marks that spot, even in that a unknown value. the reason why Brother Prado sometimes. We, we, we go through situations and we, and we walk with heaviness longer than we should. And we walk in defeat. Anybody ever been there before? We, we, we sing this song, this pity party song of woe me. And nobody knows the trouble that I see. Nobody knows what I'm going through. And we walk around with heaviness and defeat. Because I believe that we sometimes lose sight of our value in God. I believe that sometimes we lose value. We lose sight of how precious and how important and how God loves you so much and how much he cares about you. And when you lose sight of that, you allow the devil to speak words in your ears and you believe them because you don't know how much God really cares. But I want to tell you that when you feel valueless, know that God cares about you enough that he knows your name, that he knows your address, that he knows every situation, that he knows Everything there is to know about you amen I, I, I want to speak and I want to minister to some people in this house uh, that you feel valueless uh, that you walk around and you feel like you have no no, no contribution to the world uh, you don't feel like you have a purpose you don't feel like you have meaning, uh, but I want to tell you that the devil is a liar, uh, and God cares about you deeply uh, and God knows about you uh, more than you know about yourself. Uh, the Bible says uh, in, in Matthew chapter ten uh, the Bible says are not too sparrow sold for a farthing and not one of them, somebody say one, not one sparrow falls to the ground without the father knowing. The Bible says but he knows the very hairs that are on your head. That means if you're going bald or you're wooly like a wooly mammoth, God knows everything there is to know about you. He sees your tears. He sees your cry. He hears your heartbeat. He knows your pain. I'm telling you the Holy Ghost has come with a word for you you, uh, that God uh, knows uh, who you are, uh, that God sees uh, who you are, uh, that everything about you, uh, God knows. Amen. Amen. Somebody praise the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm telling you, it's marks the spot, uh, and God knows exactly where you're sitting. Uh, God knows exactly where you're living, uh, and he'll move into your life. Amen. I feel, I feel the Holy Ghost this morning god jesus help us Hello, jesus. Hallelujah. x represents the spot even in in taking tests anybody been through some tests in your life if you haven't been through any tests then you will face some tests you will face some trials you will face some times of, that that god puts you to the test to see how much you love him there's i i understand that there are people that that when things go wrong, they say, look what the devil did. But sometimes God, God is trying to prove you and God is trying to draw you closer to him. And he wants to see how, how much you're going to hold on to what you say you love. But even in tests, when we're taking tests, or sometimes we, we we rush through tests. Anybody ever rush through a test before? And when you're not careful and you don't you don't carefully... You don't carefully take consideration and take your time. When you rush tests, you begin to make mistakes, and you begin to put the wrong answer, and you begin to insert stuff on that test that is not applicable applicable to being the right answer. And you will know and know that in our society that when you get the answer wrong on the test, the teacher has no problem with putting a big X on that test. And that same mindset, sometimes it filters through our life. Because we go through life and there's times uh, that we try to insert our answer. We don't rely on God on every situation. We say, oh, that's a simple thing. I think I can handle that. Uh, but you'll find that when you try to insert your answer into the problem, that we'll fall flat on our face. Uh, and when we try to not uh, give trust uh, and give ear to the word of God, uh, that we will find that there will be an X in our life. Uh, and you will walk in life and you'll say, uh, there's an X in my family. Uh, there's probably... In my marriage, and there's an X in my money, I can't make ends meet. And there's an X on my job, I need God to bless me with a raise. But I want to tell you for every wrong situation in your life, if you insert Jesus, He'll give you the right answer. If you insert a prayer in that equation, God will speak a word into your life, and God will move on your behalf. And every X that the devil has put in your life, God will give you an answer. Oh, somebody clap your hands and love the Lord. There's times that, that I myself, as a minister, I found, myself, uh, I found myself saying, God, this is wrong, and this is messed up, and what am I going through, and when will this trial end, and when will this test end, and the fire's too hot. Anybody feel what I'm preaching to you? And I know for a fact that when the troubles in life and the problems seem to be overbear, there's times that we do more complaining and do less praying. If we're honest with ourselves, there's times uh, that we, we, we tell our friends what's going on, uh, and we tell our family what's going on, uh, and we confine in people that we think can help us. Uh, but the only answer to the equation this morning uh, is Jesus Christ. Uh, the only answer to what you're looking for uh, is the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, if God's been pressing on you to be baptized, uh, you need to insert the name of Jesus this morning, uh, and don't leave this house uh, without applying Jesus to your life, uh, without applying the, the lord uh, of the answer to your life uh, without applying uh, i'm telling you god has a word for you uh, and x marks the spot somebody shout "X x marks the spot x is a is a very peculiar letter is anything is any of this making sense to anybody so far x is a very peculiar letter that that even in ancient times before Waze and Siri and Google Maps came on the scene, that people would have paper maps. Anybody ever seen one of those things? You almost got to go to a, a truck stop to find a map these days. But they would, they, would, they would mark a place on the map, a place in which you were not familiar with, a place that you had never been, but they mark it by representation of an X. Treasure maps, people would mark them with an X and that would denote a place that you were seeking, a place that you were searching. And I want to speak to somebody in this house this morning uh, that there are times that we are searching in life. Uh, We are searching in our world. We're trying to figure out God, what path do you want me to go on? God, uh, where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to turn left? Do you want me to turn right? Uh, I need direction in my life. Anybody ever need direction? Uh, I need a word in my life. Uh, and I want to tell you that there's times uh, that you may be in a, spa- a, a place and a time, uh, and God wants to take you to a greater place. Uh, and God wants to take you to a greater appointment. Uh, and God wants to take you somewhere that you've never been. Uh, but the only way you can get there uh, is if you get a hold of Jesus the only way you can get there is with the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God that leads and guides you into all truth King David said that you have been a light unto my path, he said though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, he said thou ride and thy staff, it comforts me I'm telling you, God will walk with you if you let him, God will talk with you if you let him God will minister to you if you let him, if you need direction this morning. You ought to lift up your hands and say, God, guide me, Jesus. God, lead me, Jesus. I need a word, God, for my future. I don't know where I am, but I know where you want to take me, Jesus. God, can you bring me to the place of promise? Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, God knows exactly where you are this morning. He knows exactly who you are. He, divine, he, de- he designed your fingerprints uh, to perfection. He did not replicate and duplicate uh, and copy your DNA uh, and make you somebody else. Uh, God made you. Uh, God loves you. Uh, God knows you. Uh, God sees you. Uh, and if you give God all of you, all of your mind, your soul, uh, your body, and your strength, uh, I'm telling you the situations you're in right now, uh, God will come in, uh, and God will step in, uh, and God will make a way. Amen. Somebody clap your hands if you believe that. I felt this in the Holy Ghost. I want, I want to minister to this church. I felt this in the Holy Ghost. I was riding, I was driving, and I got closer and closer to this building. And, and I don't know how long this church will be here in this particular place, but the church should be a place where you feel like you're at home. I looked around at the houses, looked around at the neighborhoods, and I said, In this neighborhood, there's a church. And people, when they come in the doors of the East Bay Bible Fellowship, they should feel like you're at home. Because when life is pushing upon you and you don't have direction, there's no place like going to your house where there's peace and going to your house where there's comfort. I want to speak to you this morning. If this is not your church, this is where you find peace. This is where you find love. This is where you find compassion and nurture. There's a spirit uh, that God has marked over this house. Uh, and when you don't know your way uh, in life, uh, you gotta find the X. Uh, there's an X over the house of God uh, that leads you to victory. Uh, there's an X over the house of God uh, that leads you to victory. Uh, there's an X over the house of God. Uh, an X marks the spot uh, where my victory is. Uh, X marks the spot uh, where my family can be made whole. Uh, where my marriage can be put back together. Where my life uh, can be changed. I <laughs> do I'm telling somebody this morning, I know you feel depressed, but Jesus knows what you feel. The Bible says, he that knew no sin became sin. He enrolled himself in flesh, so you can't say, nobody knows what I feel. There were people that laughed at Jesus, so don't feel bad when people persecute persecute you. There were people that talked about Jesus. They lied on him. They persecuted him. He cried tears. He hurt on the inside. Everything you can feel God knows what you're going through God knows that he sees X marks the spot anybody had some pain in your life oh I'm telling you there's nobody that can touch you like Jesus can there's nobody that can comfort you and hold you when you're crying in the middle of the night. And you're saying, baby, I, I don't think these numbers are adding up. The bills are outweighing the income. But I'm telling you, God knows. And he'll step in. And he'll make a way and a spot where you hit your knees and you say, God, I don't have an answer. But Jesus has an answer. God, I don't know this equation. It's not working out. But insert Jesus. Insert the Lord. Insert a prayer. Insert your faith and God will give you an answer. Oh, God. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Just lift up your hands right now. I'm speaking, the Holy Ghost is speaking to you in your situation. I'm telling you that when nobody sees you crying in your room by yourself. <laughs> That the Lord, uh, the Lord of the answer has come with a word uh, and says, I see where you sleep. Uh, I see where you worry. Uh, I see where you're hurt. Uh, I see what you're going through. Uh, and that's Martha's spot. Uh, I know your thoughts. Uh, I know the intents of your heart. Uh, I know uh, who you are. In the word of God, there's always been people that we can relate to. This is why we have the Bible. We have We have the book of people's lives, their testimony, because when you read somebody else's testimony, when you see how God has brought them from A, B, C all the way through Z, and you see that God can do something in my life, it gives you a little hope. Somebody say hope. It gives you a little, it gives you a little oomph in your step, a little joy in your heart. You get to walk in a little different because you say if God can do it for them, then God can do it for me. The problem is that sometimes we listen to the word of the of the adversary and it reminds me of a man in the Bible, the book of Luke, chapter 19, verse three, a man by the name of Zacchaeus. Anybody ever heard of that story? A man by the name of Zacchaeus, he was not a well-liked man. People didn't like him. He was a publican. He was a man of accounting and, and, and tax collecting. It's like the IRS. Nobody likes him. They didn't like Zacchaeus. When he came around, it was like, man, we can't stand this guy. But 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 I want you to know that Zacchaeus also can relate to us because he had things going on in his own world. That's right. yeah. He was being persecuted, he was being talked about, people didn't like him. But the Bible also says that he was a man of short stature. Now, I'm 6'1, and I could I can't relate to that. But I can only imagine that in being in the crowd, Brother Prado, that Zacchaeus he felt overlooked. He felt pushed around. He felt like everybody didn't care. They would step on him and tell him, get out of the way, Zacchaeus. The Bible says in Luke 19 and 3 uh, that Jesus was passing by uh, and he wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see this man that had been working all these miracles. uh, And the Bible says that he could not get to Jesus uh, because of the press. I want to tell you that when you feel overlooked and you feel like a nobody and you feel like you're, lo- you're lonely and insignificant, that Jesus will make a way to get to you if you make the way to get to him. The Bible says that he climbed up in a sycamore tree. That's not a small tree. And I can imagine his little bitty arms just hiking his way up that tree. They don't, they don't have low-lying branches, so he had to really grab a hold of that tree you got to really make an effort to get to God. you got to make an effort. I know that God can answer every prayer. I know that God can do anything. But God wants to see if you will trust him enough to love him and love him enough to trust him and give him your best when you have nothing else to give. And he climbs up in that tree. The Bible says that Zacchaeus was peering down as he was peering down that Jesus walked by And the Bible says he came to the place where he was. What you feel this morning in this house is not an accident. It's raining out outside and whoever's here, God wanted you to be here. But if you let God this morning, he will come right where you are. Anybody need Jesus to step into your house? Anybody need Jesus to step into your situation? I'm telling you, everything that's messed up, when Jesus uh, steps his foot into your life, uh, he'll begin to put things back together. Uh, he'll begin to make you whole. Uh, he'll begin to balance out the things uh, that are not adding up. Uh, and God will come uh, to the spot where you are. Isn't that beautiful this morning? That God will step right into your life. But I want to I I talk, and I'm almost done. I, wa- I want to I talk to people. And I don't know who I'm talking to. This this work can be for one person in this house, and I would be happy. But I want to talk to you this morning because sometimes we have the tendency. We have the tendency to callously and falsely accuse God of not caring about us. Can we be honest this morning? We foolishly charge God and say, God, you don't care about me. If you did, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in. Can we be honest this morning? But I want to tell you that God, God, he hears your heartbeat. He, every vessel of your blood that's pumping and running in your veins, God, he put that in you. That breath that you're breathing, that California air, it's God that allows you to let your diaphragm contract. And, and it's God that gave you life. He cares about you so much. The Bible says that the angels, they are almost jealous of you because they peer to look into the things of man. They said, God, what is man that you're so mindful of them that you would care about them, that you're thinking about them all the time? We're up here and you don't seem to even care about us. Because you're always talking to them and ministering to them and loving on them. But I want to tell you that God loves you so much that he will not leave you. He will not forsake you. And he's come to talk to you this morning. He's come to minister to you this morning. He's come to bless you this morning. He's come to heal you this morning. The pain in your body, the pain in your heart, the pain in your family, God has come to you. John 20 and 25, and I'm coming to a close quickly. Talks about a man by the name of Thomas, a disciple of Jesus Christ. A man that walked with God, a man that was a follower of Jesus Christ. So this is applicable to us because when we try to live for God, this, this, I want to help you. When we try to live for God, this, this same situation, you'll find this will happen to you. But the Bible says that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after his resurrection. And he appeared to all of the disciples except for one. Peter, James, John, Bartholomew, Luke, Matthew, they were all in awe saying, Jesus, you rose from the dead. They were so excited to see him. But I don't know where Thomas was in this situation. But when Thomas came back to the group, I can imagine them, Brother Jesse, saying, Thomas, guess what? We saw Jesus. Thomas, guess what? We saw our Messiah. We saw him. He showed himself to us. He revealed himself to us. Brother Prado. guess what? God blessed me with a new job. God blessed me with a car. God blessed me with a house. Anybody hear me talk to you this morning? And Thomas, I can only imagine Thomas was a little hurt. Thomas wanted to be happy. Thomas wanted to say, man, that's awesome. That's good. Y'all saw him. But Thomas doubt entered into his heart because he, there was something in him that said, man, that's not fair. I'm talking to somebody this morning. That's not fair. You know what? I'm going to go in let limb and say, I don't even think y'all saw Jesus. I think y'all just trying to make me jealous. I think y'all just trying to make me mad. Y'all didn't really see Jesus. But Jesus hears your heart. And when you feel like everybody else is being blessed and you feel like everybody else is doing better than you and you feel like God is answering everybody else's prayer but yours, I want to give you encouragement this morning that God will speak to you and God hears your thoughts. He knows them afar off. And the Bible says that God walked through the wall and he came right where Thomas was. And he said, Thomas, I want you to touch my hands. He said, I want you to touch my side because I heard everything you said. I heard everything you were feel. I felt every pain in your heart I know exactly who you are I want to preach and I want to minister to somebody in this house as we stand to our feet across this sanctuary Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost coming in the house right now I understand I understand this pain I understand that there are complexities in your situation. There's complexities in your world. There's real life trials that you are dealing with right now. Anybody live in the, world, the real world? Yes, sir. I'm not going to be one of those preachers and tell you that I got it figured out, that I got it made. I'm telling you there's times I get on my face, I get on my knees and I say, God, what in the world is going on? Why? do i have to keep going through this why when when is this going to end when is this pain gonna stop when is when is my answer going to come but i want to speak to the ex this morning i want to speak to people that you feel like god has forgot about i want you to close your eyes right now in this house and i want you to pray I want you to put every pain in your heart. I want everything that, that's been going on. I don't know what's going to happen this morning. I don't know what God's going to do with this service. But I believe that God has come to minister to your house. He says, Zacchaeus, he said, you come down out of that tree. He said, because I'm coming to your house today. God's coming to your house today. He's come to East Bay Bible Fellowship. And he's stepping in this sanctuary. And if you would lift up your hands right where you are. Come on, go and lift up both hands. You got to make up the effort. You got to make up in your mind and say, I'm desperate to see Jesus. I'm desperate to feel Jesus. I'm desperate to get out of this situation. I'm desperate to have my heart heard. To let the Lord have the answer to Jesus. To let Him step in. I'm telling you, your pain, your hurt. I know it's all going wrong, but X marks the spot where Jesus is. That sparks the spot of the cross. That uh, sparks the spot of the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, husband and wife, you need to grab your wife by the hand. You need to grab your children and say, God's going to help us. God's going to help us. Come on, that's it for the camera. And God's going to help you. In the name of Jesus, God's going to touch your family. God's going to help every situation. Come on, God's speaking right now in the Holy Ghost. You need to declare and say, "I'm going to insert Jesus. I'm going to insert Jesus. I'm going to ask you. God's got a word for you." Come on, if you feel like crying this morning, God sees those tears. If you feel like just letting go come on the holy ghost is ministering. come on God will give you strength come on God feels you come on God sees you